Hey guys, this is Nikki Marina, comedy content creator, recording artist, and actor, and you are listening to Nick Talks. Hello, this is another episode of Nick Talks with me, your host, Nikki Marina. What's up? Today's topic, the title of this episode, Dear Black Women, Dear Black Girls, Activism is Not fucking required of you. It's not required of you. This has been coming up a lot in conversation because lately a lot of black women, a lot of young black girls have been asking me advice about getting into content creation, about getting into cosplay, really just putting themselves out there on social media, you know, and really trying to get into this. And why this is such a big deal is because there is just so much racism and sexism within the cosplay community, within the anime community, within different fandoms, just anywhere where there are it, any any place where it's like fanboy dominated, there's a lot of sexism and racism in there. And one of the pieces of advice I'd give to these women is that, you know, I, you know, on TikTok especially, a lot of people, um, there's a feature on there that allows you to do video responses to comments. And um, I know a lot of people that really base a lot of their content off of making responses to those comments. And unfortunately, wherever you can find a black cosplayer, especially a black female cosplayer, wherever, honestly, wherever you can find a black creator, especially a black female creator on TikTok, you're going to go to a comment section and you're going to find a whole bunch of, you're going to, you're going to find some racist comments. You're going to find some sexist shit. And, um, and like I said, a lot of people base a lot of their content off of doing responses to those. But I, I find the need to let these women know that, hey, if they want to do that, that's completely fine. I personally don't fucking do it. You know why? Because I don't have the energy. I don't have the energy. I don't have the time. I don't want to put them on my fucking platform. I don't want to give them that spotlight that they're obviously seeking because they're obviously just seeking attention. I am not going to give them that. And, you know, I'm like, I'm a PTSD veteran. Like, I'm already tired and I'm a black woman. I am already tired. I do not have to be fighting the fucking fight. It does not have to be Selma, Lord, Selma, every fucking time I get on social media. I have the right to literally just do what I want to do to be normal. And it, it should. Like, I feel like people expect every black person, especially every black woman with a platform to be Malcolm fucking X all the time. And God forbid we, we can't just do, we can't just be normal. We can't just exist. We can't just do normal things that people should not have to worry about being persecuted for. But we do because we're black and we know that we're going into this situation knowing that someone is probably going to say something really unsavory. We can't like, but, but that's the thing. Like we get it from these people that are hating and then we also get it from within our community from without outside our community. They expect us to speak up on it. They expect us to shed some light on this pain that we're going through and talk about it. They expect us to be activists all the time. And yes, I talk about civil rights and I talk about, you know, I talk about racism and all that when I choose to, but I will not be forced into talking about something when I don't want to. I'm not going to be forced into traumatizing myself. Like I told these, I told those girls, I'm like, you can, you have every right, right to ignore those people. You do not have to acknowledge them. And honestly, I told them the more I found that the more I just didn't acknowledge those people, the more they just stopped commenting and and went away. And now I honestly, I really rarely experience that. 
And I talk about black women in this, you know, when I talk about things like this, you know, obviously I'm, you know, I'm here for women, you know, above all, but especially black women, because we are at the bottom of the social ladder, right? And the darker skin you are, the worse it is for you. And I, and I feel that I must acknowledge that because while I am black, I'm also a mixed race, light skinned black woman. And so that comes with a little privilege. So I need, I feel that I need to acknowledge that. But I feel that, you know, whenever pressure is put on the black community, it's usually very, very much so on the black women. And maybe it's because, you know, we've taken so we've taken so much leadership in this fight for equality. Um, But uh, that it, that it just becomes expected of all of us. And then there's, you know, the strong black woman narrative. I think people just expect us to be strong and black all the time, just strong and visi- visibly black. And we're getting it from everywhere. I feel like we get it the worst because, you know, we, we, we're, we're hearing it from white supremacy. We're getting it from anti-blackness and other minority communities. And then also verbal, like a lot of verbal abuse and neglect from our own men um, being put down by our own men, being divided by our own men, you know, through colorism, through the preference of light skinned women. Um, you know, we are getting it from everywhere. And I find that even in certain, with certain issues such as colorism, there's a certain pressure put on women that is not put on men so much. Like, especially in the past year, I've seen a lot of celebrities' blackness come into question. Um, like Janae Aiko and Saweetie, Mariah Carey at times even. And I'm like, you know, I've never seen, I've very rarely seen, me personally, I've very rarely seen any black, light-skinned black man's blackness come into question. I've never seen Chris Brown's blackness come into question. I've never seen T.I.'s blackness come into question. And those are two pretty problematic members of our community, I will say. I'm, I'm not afraid to say that shit. Um, I've never seen the, their blackness come into question. Um you know, I I never saw Obama's blackness come into question. Actually, no, I did see his blackness come into question. But the only people that really questioned his blackness were the white conservatives that wanted to discount him being the actual first black president and also coon black ass people during the election that wanted to discount him from being the first black president. Um, because in trying to say that because he really doesn't have any slave roots here in this country because his father is African, that he really isn't the first black, like African American president, but that, but that surely died down, honestly. And then throughout his presidency, he was still our president. He was still our first black president. And he literally has the same, as far as I'm concerned, or as far as it seems, the same ethnic makeup as St. Meghan Markle. Um, whose blackness is coming into question now and, and still does because she is light-skinned, she's half-white, and, you know, with everything coming up with the interview with Harry and Oprah and everything, I've seen some pretty unsavory comments on the internet talking about, like, well, she's not really black, and she never really was in touch with her blackness until she was persecuted by the royal family anyway. And and whenever I hear a, a comment that does not does not ring right with me, I always like to ask, what the fuck do you mean by that? What do you mean by that? What do you mean she wasn't in touch with the blackness? Now, maybe there's something about Megan that I don't fucking know. Maybe there is some there's some missing information that I don't have. And I'm open to receiving that information from wherever, as long as it's credible. But what do you mean? Just in but just that that comment in general, like what do you mean by that? What do you mean she wasn't in touch with her blackness? What is what does that mean? And how do you know? Maybe her blackness was becoming is now more evident to the world because of what she's going through. 
That's very true. Um, but what do you mean by that? What does she have to prove? What do we have to prove to the world, to each other, that we are in touch with our blackness? Do we have to speak in AAVE at all times? Do we need to be constantly reminding the world that we're black? Do we have to act a certain way? Do we have to be a certain way? Do we have to always actively be talking about it? Or are we not allowed to just exist? Are we not allowed to just be? What is so wrong with that? I honestly like that. Com- those comments really just kind of rub me the wrong way, especially, you know, as a mixed race person whose, you know, identity has come into question so many times over my life. And I'm like, what is what exactly as black women, what do we have to prove What do we have to do to prove that we're down, (laughs) that we're down with the cause, down with the culture, or that we acknowledge our blackness? Why can't we not just exist? Hmm? Why is that? Why is it that we are always expected to be fighting? Why is it that we are always expected to be out, putting ourselves out on the line, putting our mental health out on the line to be soldiers for the cause Uh, especially when a lot of us don't get the fucking support that we need while we're fighting these fights, when we choose to fight these fights. What the fuck do we have to do? Why is it so controversial for a black woman to literally just exist, to just exist and that be enough? For some reason, that is not enough. For some reason, it seems like that is never enough. Like I said, to both people outside of our community and within, we get it from each other, from other black women, um, you know, from our black men. And we also get it from outside our community, you know, super ultra left people who are so liberal that they cannot see past their own microaggressions because they think that they are doing so much social justice. Um, You know, I guess the saying goes like they're so far left that they've they've come full circle to be right to to be far right and they you know and they demand this shit of us they demand this labor this emotional labor they demand this showiness they they demand this performative blackness from us at all times and that and that performative blackness very often comes at the cost of our own mental health our own mental stability um and that is to me not acceptable not acceptable. Um, not anymore. Not anymore. Um, you know, I, like I said, I talk about this stuff when I choose to, just like I talk about my mental health. I talk about PTSD because I have it. I talk about that in my own time because it is a very painful thing to talk about. I think the last time I talked about PTSD very, very openly and for a long time in my content was like last summer. And then I said, I have to take a break. And it's been a long break and I'm still not done with that break because it it takes a lot. And being a black woman in this country, it does come with it comes with a certain amount of trauma and we are always being asked to dig back into that trauma to be performatively black and to be performatively active or performative activists for the world maybe to make other people feel better maybe i don't i i really don't I really don't know. I really do think that a lot of it comes from that strong black woman stereotype that we are supposed to, that people see us as people that are always supposed to be struggling, always supposed to be fighting no matter what. And no matter what hits us, we just get back up and we just, and we, and, 
and we just fight against it and we scream at it and we are just fierce all the time. And you know what? Like, no, we are not. Uh, <laughs> newsflash, we, a lot of us don't want to be fierce all the time. Um, I, I would even go as so far to say that nobody wants to be that fierce all the time. Um, that it's exhausting. And sometimes we just want to be, I think most of the time we just want to be, we just want to exist. We just want to be enough just by existing. And that is why I tell, uh, any black girls or any black women that want to get into anything, like just want to follow their passions in, in whatever it is and are afraid of this pressure, I try to take that off of them by telling them, hey, you don't have to be an activist. If you want to be a cosplayer, then you all you got to do, bitch, is cosplay. All you got to do is cosplay. And guess what? If you see any comments, any hurtful comments in your feed, you have every fucking right to delete those comments, to not answer them. You are not obligated to do that. If other people do that, that is fine. They That's because they choose to. If they have the energy to do that, then all the more power to them. I tell them, I, I personally don't have the energy. I personally don't. I think it's a waste of my time. I don't want that to be part of my content. Other people might, like I said, not hating on those people, but me personally, I have the right to choose that that is not part of my content. And so do you. So if you feel like giving attention to those people, if you feel like fighting that fight, then by all means, but you are not required to. You do not have to be Malcolm fucking X all the goddamn time just because you are a black woman who is try who is trying to enjoy themselves doing something that no one should be persecuted or bullied for. But because you are black, you most likely will be bullied and persecuted for it. Um you are you are not obligated you are not obligated to be performatively strong to be performatively an activist for anybody and anybody anyone within the black community outside the black community i don't give a fuck they can go fuck themselves whoever they are if they find if you find them trying to pressure you into being something that you don't want to be into getting into drama that you don't want to get into it's not expect it is not required of you. It's just not. We have to fight we have to fight our daily and personal battles enough as it is that other people don't see. And I think that goes along with it. Uh I think, you know, a lot of people um don't um like, you know, they they see what's on social media, they see what's on the TV. They don't see the daily struggles that we have to go through at work in public. Um, you know, just doing mundane, like just finding just mundane things, like trying to find somewhere to get your hair done where somebody will not look at you weird because you have curly hair. Uh, you know, just little things like that, you know, trying to, you know, code switching at it like every fucking day. If we're going into the office, making sure that we don't come across aggressive enough or too friendly or just making sure that we're like just right. Like it is exhausting. It's exhausting being us. Like, you know, just on the day to day. And then when things happen on top of that, holy shit, like it's just so much. It's too much. It's way too much. And and at some point, like we need to we need to be allowed to just exist and just be. And if 
And if that is the space that you want to take up to do what you love, whether that's cosplaying, whether that's writing skits like I do, um, you have every right to make that your space where it's your rules and anyone that disrespects you, you can kick them the fuck out, block, report, delete their comment. You do not have to engage. You absolutely do not. As a matter of fact, I recommend it. Um, I, re- I recommend not engaging as much as possible because these are mentally ill people. <laughs> In my mind, these are mentally ill people. If you're really going to take that much time out of your day to shit on somebody, like even a normal ass racist, I feel <laughs> a normal ass racist will usually just scroll past something that they don't like. Uh, or tell TikTok, like, I never want to see this again. I never want to see another black cosplayer again. But the people that take time out of their day to shit on you and bring you down, like, they're mentally ill. They're mentally ill, and you're not worth my time. You're insane. You're insane. So that's, I personally recommend ignoring those motherfuckers as much as possible because they're just so not worth the time. They're not worth your energy, not worth your mental health. And what's more, like I said, you are not, as the saying goes, all you have to do is stay black and die. Like that is all. You are not required to do anything else for anybody else. I fully support, hey, like, be happy, bitch. Like, like find happiness in abundance as much as possible. And if that means deleting people out of your life, if it means if it means deleting comments, if it means you know, if it means processing it in that way, then by all means do that. But you do not have to perform strength for anybody. I personally am done performing strength. Uh, for people, that's for sure. Um, you know, people think I'm say that I'm confident. I'm like, well, that's because I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and that was an earlier episode of Nick Talks. Um, but I'm like, I've I've gone through my trauma. Um, and that's what and that's another thing that people don't understand. Like I said, and like you know, for a lot of people, racism became very real all of a sudden last year when George Floyd was killed. Um, but for the rest of us, it's like, this is not something new. Like this is something, these are things that we've had to go through for our entire lives. It is not a trend. It is not a hashtag. This is my life. This is my life. And if it's overwhelming for you to watch on social media, to watch on TV, imagine how overwhelming it is to live through it, to live through things like this. I lived through something similar to what Meghan Markle lived through. Um, I have PTSD from the experience. I don't, I'm like, I, 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 I don't need to perform my blackness because unfortunately it's already been validated by some of the bullshit that I've had to go through. So even if somebody were to question my blackness for whatever reason, whether it's because of the way I act or how often I don't talk about being black or, you know, like I say, how light skinned I am. I'm like, I am more than welcome to be like, unfortunately, I have already paid that bill. Unfortunately, uh, my blackness has already been validated by some of the stuff that I've gone through. And I do not have to prove it to you. Black or not, whoever you may be, I don't have to prove it to you. Um, all I got to do is take care of myself, first of all. And when I feel like talking about this shit, I will talk about this shit. I'm talking about it now. <laughs> I'm talking about it now here in in this podcast, but but I'm like no. No. Uh life is hard enough. I do not need to perform anything for you. 
And so, I don't know. Hopefully, this is reaching somebody that needs to hear this. Um, maybe somebody, you know, another black woman out there that has that you know feels that pressure to perform, that feels that pressure to you know be a pioneer, to be an activist all the time. And I'm here to tell you, if you consider my word being worth anything, that you do not have to. You don't. Um, all you have to do is take care of yourself. And if that means just existing, then that is completely fine. That is completely fine. There are, there are people out here that are built, that are, that their sole purpose in life is to be an activist. And we need those people. We do. Um, and, and they are that way because they choose that path, but you are not obligated to choose that path just by being a black woman and existing, possibly existing in a space where you really aren't, where you really aren't wanted, um, because we're kind of not wanted anywhere, but especially spaces like cosplay and, you know, entertainment and stuff. You are not, no, no, um, you do not have to shoulder that burden, um, at all. If you feel like it, if you feel if you feel like bringing it up, then by all means, girl, do it because you choose to. But do not feel like you uh, do do not let yourself be forced by anybody um, to be performatively an activist or performat- performatively black to them, whatever that means. I guess like with the Meghan Markle thing, I'm like, what the fuck do you mean she's not intentional? They're black. Because how the fuck do you know that? How do you know that? How do you know? Like, how do you know she's not fighting her? She hasn't been fighting her own battles this entire time. You know, how do how do you know that? You know, that's always like, ah, that just rubs me the wrong way. You know what I mean? But anyway, to end this, like I said, don't feel like you have to be an activist um, just because you're a black woman existing. Um, you don't. And I'm here to back you up on that. I, I, I swear. Because I, I'm here, because I'm here, you know, tempering my own activism. Because, um, you know, like I wanted to go marching last year. I wanted to march in the Black Lives Matter shit and everything. But, um, but, you know, I realized that I, I can't because I have PTSD. I have agoraphobia, um, which um, ironically, being an entertainer is the fear of being in large crowds or like going outside and being around people, which is so fucking annoying. And it's something that my body automatically does. It's not in my frontal lobe at all. Like I'm a very extroverted person. I love being around people, but my body is just not with the shits. I don't know. Um, you know, because of what I went through and I realized that, no, I can't go in March. I can't go and be around people. I can't be around tear gas and, and guns and stuff, having PTSD. And like, I, sometimes it, all it takes to trigger a panic attack is for me to get into an Uber. I'm like, there's no way, like <laughs> I can't, I'm, I'm like where I am right now in life. I'm not equipped to do that. And I felt really, really bad because I felt like I was letting my community down. But, you know, the more time went on, I realized, you know what, not everybody need, is made to march. Not everybody is made to, to be a spokesperson. And it's not fair to expect that of every single black person to be a spokesperson for the entire black community. It's not fair. Um, 
And I realized that if I if I wanted to participate in activism, I could do it in my own way um, from inside my fucking house, just as a social media influencer. And I did by telling my story of what happened to me. I have the whole story out on YouTube. Like it's about it's probably I think it's like more than an hour worth of material out there. Um, And it took a lot out of me to do it. But that's what I chose to do. There are other ways to be an activist if you want to be. If you don't, though, it is enough for you to just exist. And for me, some days, honestly, it just takes it. it it's enough energy just to get the fuck out of the bed in the morning. And I know I'm not the only one out there like that. And um, and if that is all you have the energy to do, then don't you are not letting anybody down. You are not letting anybody down. Um, take it from me personally. I would much rather me personally see you being a healthy individual um, in your life rather than seeing you suffer to prove something to somebody. Um, yeah, that's my stance on it. And um, not not taking it back. That's how I'm living from now on. Um <laughs> And you know, like I said, I have my activism in my way that I that I that I want to do, that I like to do, that I am passionate about. But some days, I am just trying to get through the world as a black woman, and that takes enough energy. And I will not be bullied by anyone into giving more of myself than I am equipped to do at the moment. So, yes. So activism is not required of you. Go be happy. Go be healthy, bitch. Go be happy. Go be healthy. So that concludes this episode of Nick Talks. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, please don't forget to follow me on all my other social media, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, all at Nikki Marina, N-I-C-Q-U-E-M-A-R-I-N-A. And also follow me on YouTube. I am Nikki Marina on there as well. Um, and, um, please subscribe to this, uh, podcast or save this podcast if you haven't yet and subscribe to my YouTube, but that has been it today. I'm your host, Nikki Marina, and I will see you in the next episode. Goodbye. Hey guys, this is Nikki Marina. Thank you so much for listening to Nick Talks. If you like these free episodes, please go and become a Vibranium level patron on Patreon so that you can have full access to all episodes of Nick Talks, including some really awesome exclusive interviews with some fellow uh, people in the anime community on TikTok and such. So go to patreon.com slash Nikki Marina to check out the Vibranium tier so you can get access to all of those. But for now, enjoy these free episodes.